Tickets will go very quickly as well when the Dolphins are in town. They play at Optus Stadium uh, a little bit later on in the year, in August. And it's a doubleheader at Optus Stadium on Saturday, the 5th of August. The Dolphins are up first against Newcastle Knights. And then the South Sydney Rabbitohs play the Cronulla Sharks. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. And we spoke to Terry Reader very early on in the year, just after their first win on a golden day at Suncorp Stadium. We thought, what a great start. Well, that great start has continued. And the CEO of the Dolphins, Terry Reader, good enough to join us now on the show. Terry, good morning. Morning, Jack. How are you? Very well. Um, when we spoke to you last, it was all very fresh, and that first win was in the books, and we thought, well, that's a nice start. But, gee, since then, you've gone from strength to strength. You couldn't have asked for a much better start. No, that is true. We couldn't have probably scripted it any better, considering the amount of negativity around uh, pretty much everything that uh, had happened in the 12-month build-up in the, in, the, in the media. But, um, you know, we always knew we had a competitive side, and with Wayne Bennett as the coach, you'd have a team that people would be proud of the way they play. And more importantly, we said we'll surprise a few, and exactly that has happened. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a great position for the club to be in, in our inaugural year. Now, outside the club, people were saying, you know, the wooden spoon and things of that nature. Yeah. What was the, the actual real feeling within the group? You said that there was, you know, you're going to surprise a few. Has it surprised you, the position you're in um, and, and how well you've gone? I think, well, the thing we always knew, like, this is the thing people sort of forgot about. Our team that we built, you know, could only, we had 12 months to build a squad, a whole squad from scratch, and or 12 months to get the club up and running. And the key part of it was that um, the players we bought weren't sort of uh, second division players that we hope would do well in the NRL. We, you know, we've got 15 guys in our squad that have played for their country, seven have played Origin, we've got Premiership. Um, winners, leaders, captains of their country. So it, we were always confident that we, we had the right people and uh, they would be very competitive um, despite what was the noise around us. And that was the key thing. We didn't listen to the noise, kept building our squad. Um, everyone's infatuated with who might play 5'8 in 2024, not even um, what was going on in 23 in our inaugural year. And uh, um, we, we, were, we were always confident we'd have a team that would be competitive. But probably the bit that's, I wouldn't say surprised, Surprises, but I think is the that has sort of captured the imagination is how quick the teams come together. Because mm. um, what you remember, we was a World Cup year, and we didn't get our full squad together for the very first time before January four. Uh, we had uh, eleven involved in the World Cup over in England, so we had an interrupted preseason too. So um, you know, Wayne sprinkled the the the, uh, the dust over the team and done his bit, but more more importantly too. Um, you know, we've got really experienced people that know what they're doing in every role of the club, whether it's off the field or in the performance side of things as well. It speaks volumes of culture, doesn't it? Because people, I guess, in football, it doesn't matter what code it is, look at squads and go, oh, OK, well, this club's got more, more talent in their squad than this one. But it doesn't speak of culture and ability to grow a group of people that you bring together uh, as a new organisation and set the stepping stones in place for something bigger than just wins and losses. Yeah, that's a good, it's a good point. That that word culture gets mentioned a lot, but I think you know the key thing here is when all these players that have come together, um, everything's exciting. So there's no baggage of last year and what happened last year, and um, you know it's the first game, it's the first away trip, it's the first this, it's the first launch, it's the first band day. Everything's the first. So the enthusiasm amongst the group right from the very start is probably um, very unique um, compared to say what a normal preseason looks like for other clubs and and. I think, you know, the, the sheer excitement of um, what's going on and what's happened in the public, especially here in Brisbane, but also even all around Australia, um, I think captured the imagination, how people are bought in. I know me as the CEO, when they ran out in front of 
you know, on day one, before we'd even won a game in front of 32,000 at Suncorp Stadium, see a red, um, everyone with their fins up, everyone's bought, in, bought into that, the, the, probably the most famous catch cry in Australian sport at the moment. I, I you know, I, I think people were pitching themselves a bit on, on how, how that had all come together. And then the team has done what they've done, which has amplified it to a new level. And, um, you know, it's probably brought everyone together quicker than, um, let's say, that it might have been. Forging a team, you know, you didn't have a lot of time, though. You had the background of the Red Cliff side and things of that nature. How how are you, or how do you look at the off-field running of the club at the moment? Surely you haven't got everything right. No, definitely not. Um, there's, uh, it, was a, it was a whirlwind. Um, yeah, and I think yeah, people didn't understand, even though we do have a, a Queensland Cup um, team, um, that uh, obviously the, the Dolphins group has the Q Cup juniors. We've got... Um, Probably different to a lot of clubs here. We've got a shopping centres, leagues clubs, stadiums, aquatic centres, gyms, and leased office space on 11 hectares of land. So, the you know this club was was um, or operates to play rugby league at the highest level. They did that in '87 before it was taken off them uh, when the Broncos came in and the, the Queensland Cup turned into a second tier competition. And ever since that day, um, the you know the board and the exec here have been investing in people, infrastructure, facilities and uh, community to make sure when the ch- time comes they can deliver top-flight football to their club again. And, and that's happened. And then and I think, you know, the Redcliffe Dolphins have always been the most successful few cup club since that started. And, you know, they've got nothing changes when they get the NRL. You know, they want to be competitive on and off the field. And, and that's the way we set the club up. And that's the, that's the way things are going. Terry Reader is with us. He's the Dolphins CEO. The Dolphins are in Perth in early August as part of a double header at Optus Stadium. The Dolphins up first against Newcastle and then the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Cronulla Sharks. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Uh, Terry, did the buy come at a good time at the weekend? There was the, I guess, the impressive win over Cronulla as part of Magic Round and then a, a week to refresh. Did the buy come at a good time? Oh, very much so. And, I, and it, what makes the buy even better is that the, you did, we did have a good win coming into the buy. So we, are, you know, we're unlucky in Golden Point the week before that, and then then uh, up against the Sharks and the team probably had their best performance of the season, and then into a buy, so freshens everyone up and and ready to play the Storm. And we've got a lot of ex-Storm players in our squad, and um, we'll go head to head with them at Suncorp Stadium this Saturday night. So another big occasion for the club, another. Uh, which they're, they're all big occasions at the moment. So, uh, um, But, you know, something the players are looking forward to, that's for sure. Wayne Bennett, he's a very measured in everything that he does and statements and things of that nature and very much looks as though he's a, a real player's coach. How does he go with the CEO and the board? How, how do you find that? No, Wayne's all like, well, me personally, I've worked, we've known Wayne for over 20 years, worked with him for many years at the Broncos and in both stints, actually, um, that he had there. So um, I've known Wayne for a long, uh, a long time, and, and uh, you know we've got a very good working relationship. And as you always, uh, he's uh, he's very respectful, Wayne. And you know, so he said, I respect what you do, and you respect what, what I do, and, and that's what works. You know, everyone's as he always says it. You got to have the chairman, CEO, and the coach on the same page. If they're on the same page, things work a lot better. And uh, you know, there's, there's, there's no doubt that's in operation here. We're all. In. We had a transition year, we've got a strategy and plan and um, we've been executing it without listening to the noise and no doubt there'll be, um, you know, won't always be, um, uh, you know, so positive every week, um, but, you know, everyone trusts what we're doing, the plan, the strategy and um, so far so good for the club. Targets of membership, are you reaching all that? 
Yeah, um, off the field, the club's in very, very good um, position where we've got 28,000 members already and in rugby league, that probably puts us probably third. Um, we're number two in sponsorship revenue in the whole NRL, the number one selling team for licensed merchandise in the whole of the NRL. So, you know, our average crowd at Suncorp, I think, is the, um, the highest in the NRL too. So it's not a bad start. Things are, things have um, started very well and, um, you know, what the teams who managed to do is just amplified it to a new level and not, and not forget, I don't know if if uh, you guys have had the chance to see it, but we did one thing that helped launch our club on a national scale. Is we did that documentary with Stan about the building a club, the Dawn of the Dolphins, which is was was wonderful for the club because it sort of brought a new new people to the game of rugby league, but also to the Dolphins. And it uh, didn't realise the power that it had, where people feel personally invested, and even if they don't even support league, they need to do now, or they're Dolphins fans. So that's been really really good for the club too, as we. Um, launch our launched our brand on a, a national scale. We ran out for that first time. Terry, we're chatting in mid-May now, and you're here in early August for that uh, that game against Newcastle. Rugby league in Perth is very well supported. We don't have a team of our own, but we love it when the the big sides come to town. And Optus Stadium's already hosted a couple of State of Origin games. Must be very exciting for a new club to come over to Perth and see the passion for rugby league and play at a relatively new stadium. It is, and, and uh, you know the, the discussions with the NRL and then with with um, to go and play the game at Optus and our coach, especially he's he's very excited about when we talked about the opportunity to do it. He said, uh, let, you know, that's something that the boys are enjoy too. Go and play at a world class stadium over in Perth. It's an event. Um, you know, he's been there, and like I have in a previous role, been there for games with the Broncos, and unbelievable the way they were supported. And I think you know the one thing. With Perth, is it actually has its own junior league? It has its own rugby league competitions where there is actual, um, you know, you know, like like for the game over there. And um, I think when you have bring the double header over, and I'm, I'm I haven't got a ticket update for a couple of weeks, but I know the game was played two weeks ago. There would have been already twenty five thousand in there. So by the time we get to the fifth of August, you'd like to think that uh, it'll be the biggest crowd. Um, for a rugby league game in Perth for a club game, so um, it's exciting for the players. It's an- another another event, but something different. Everyone can get up for and get get uh, energised and enjoy enjoy the the spectacle for, uh, as well. Terry, what's your most enjoyable win or your best win so far this season? Oh, I think uh, it would definitely the first one. I don't think it much will be able to top that because obviously uh, the way the the club was written off and what what we uh, wouldn't be able to do this year and. Um, and then just as I said before, you know, standing there when the boys ran out and looking at the crowd and the sea of red and everyone's, um, you know, bought into the marketing, if you like, with the fins up. And, and then, you know, we went down 12 points down really early and then fought back to get to 12 all at half time. And the crowd stood up and gave them a standing ovation going in. And he said it didn't matter what happened from them because of, of uh, you know, the boys had shown that... Uh, what they're about and even early on and then they went out and did what they did in the second half and I, I don't think we could have imagined that that game was going to go like that but what a way to start and and, and uh, I don't think you know that'll stay with me for, for forever and I uh, I hope there's something to, to top that uh, feeling um, but that that certainly is number number one at the moment. Terry in closing um, you've shown that expansion in the NRL works is it time for the NRL to expand into Western Australia and return to the days of the Reds and give us our own team? Well, me personally, um, having seen rugby league played there, like with a club level, and even seen the the underneath that's going on there and the stuff that Sacco is doing with the the WA NRL, um, I think, and look, and talking to the the different bids that are bidding for the next license, so, you know, I think for me. 
different time zone gives us another TV product as well into the to the east coast with the time difference. And you've already got the the setup there, and, and it did, would truly make it a national national game if we had a team over on the on the uh, west coast. So I, I know for me, I think you've got the ingredients there, and you've got the right people um, backing the bid. And uh, you know, I'm I'm all for um, the next team going to Perth, in my personal opinion. But and I can't wait for them to show how much I like rugby league when when we have the doubleheader out there in August. Saturday, the 5th of August at Optus Stadium. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Dolphins, new kids on the block against Newcastle, and then the uh, the might of the Rabbitohs against the Sharks, uh, the second of the doubleheaders. Terry, we wish you well as this uh, remarkable first season continues. Uh, hopefully a few more wins, and hopefully you're well entrenched in the eight uh, when you're here in Perth in August. Thanks for joining us. That would be nice, uh, guys, and don't forget for everyone in Perth, fins up. We can't see it in August. <laughs> I look forward to that. Terry Reader joining us here on Sport FM this morning.